Welcome to another exciting episode of the Isaac Boys Podcast. Dwayne the Ghost alongside Dwight Terrorizing. And today is actually a pretty pretty special episode, actually. Um, we have in studio today uh, an individual that needs no introduction, but still some. Uh, this is someone that's been a supporter slash co-founder slash ambassador for, for everything VIVN. This is a um, good friend of ours and most gamers that know games that are local, that are here on island, everyone knows this guy. If you're a, ga- if you're a gamer, you know this guy. So without any further ado, we have in studio today none other than Dr. Wolfman himself, Crazy D himself, <laughs> Mr. Troy Felician. What up, what up, what up, what up? Nice to be here. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's it's been a long time coming because it, it, like I said last podcast, there's been many people that have asked me like you know why isn't Troy on the podcast? Like you know like like everybody knows him. He knows he knows games. He's big into games. He's your guy's best friend. Like why why isn't he on the podcast? And it's just a matter of you know timing timing, uh ca- you know conflict of you know scheduling, calendar interest and all that kind of stuff. So. Now that we actually made the time, made the effort, and actually got it done, I'm actually super excited. Here we go. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. How are you doing, sir? How, how, how's, how's life been treating you in this current corona? Life is good. You know, nothing has changed. Work is the same. Yeah, you have a... Uh, You're one of the, the, the lucky few that uh, managed to still... You know, work throughout this entire climate has never stopped. Nothing changed for you. Yes, for the, the, the lucky twelve-hour working few. Yes, <laughs> twelve yes. hours. Good, good times every yeah. night of my of my life. Yes, it's great. I mean, but I mean, but I, again, it, it's 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 somewhat fortunate because again, you know, you're fortunate to still have you know your your employment situation still going on, still have you know that cash flow coming through. So I mean, you you and you were lucky not just in that sense, but also in the sense to get not only one next gen console but two. And we're Damn. not gonna waste any time. We gotta dive right into it. I we're mean, gonna go, we're gonna go straight into it. I mean, because this is what most people are excited about right now. Uh, we kind of prelude this episode in, the, in our previous episode, and uh, I guess the people are waiting for it. So everyone, we're talking about you know the next gen consoles. What's you know the ins and outs? We've been doing the console war segment for a couple of months now, mm-hmm. and episodes, people, yeah. you know, we, we, we try to keep it neutral for the mm-hmm. most part, but uh, we're not shy to say what our favorite you know brand is, but still keeping everything neutral. So I guess we're gonna just go straight into you know next gen, you know some of the pros, some of the cons, Xbox, PS, some of the likes, dislikes, because again you're one of the few that has both. Most people are still on the, you know, like us, are struggling because, you know, in this current situation when you're trying to get a console, you know, everyone's home, everyone's on the video game tape now, and it's just hard to get. Let's call it what it is. I mean, it was a lot of luck and perseverance. (laughs) A lot of refreshing and console and cart, then it's not in cart. Yep. So, you you guys know how it is, man. 100%. It's been, but, it's been but, a but yeah, you, 
would you think that there's anything that you did differently that maybe people aren't doing while you got maybe your your Man, two consoles? Hell no. <laughs> you, you, got, you got the pre-order, and so I think that was I think oh, that was yeah. the, the, the big the biggest hurdle. I mean, but I think everyone that that got pre-orders in pretty much got covered. I mean, keep in mind when I got the PS5 pre-orders, me and my girl, she had her tablet, work tablet, laptop, and phone with every possible website up. There you go. Trying to do it at the same time. And wow. I had the same setup wow. going. That's <laughs> strategy number one right there. I mean. So we were both trying on multiple devices. Um, I really wanted the PS5, even though I'm mainly Xbox. Um, for the Xbox, honestly, she had her phone. I had my phone. And that was it. Hmm. And I just went on Amazon and I was like, you know, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. And I you clicked... Check out and I checked out and I was like, cool. And that yeah. was it. Cause uh for the pre-orders, you know, my wife was, was as you know, she was next to the computer, she was getting it. I I didn't I was busy at the time for pre-orders, so I, I wasn't online trying to get it, but she was steady trying to get this thing and she got as far as the payment option and Yeah. <laughs> that was it. And I mean, then later they, they released uh some some additional ones mm-hmm. and those of we've we been trying ever since yeah like we I, I think i i had my phone and my surface pro my wife's phone and i think i had i think i think we had two tabs up on on, on the surface pro as well so it was like we were really trying on the on the for the the ones they opened up i think it was last week thursday mm-hmm. but nothing nothing i had i had both items in cart and i was feeling good i honestly was feeling good about it yeah, I thought I was gonna get it, but I mean, yeah. the, so the main issue is bots, right? Yeah, it's not just scalpers at home like you and me with the laptop and the phone out. It's scalpers with bots who can hit every website simultaneously and are constantly trying to get an order through. There's mm-hmm. no way you beat them bots. So yeah. <laughs> if you are a regular dude and you got a pre-order, you are like one of the very few lucky people on the planet right now. Mm-hmm. Just uh, straight up, and, and and scalpers have started have started sales, and I've I've seen some ridiculous prices out there. Oh well, yeah, two thousand, fifteen hundred, <clears throat> you know. I mean, Christmas is around the corner, so those are gonna go even higher. Those are yep. Yeah. So, if you didn't buy from a scalper already, you are looking at a large sum. And well, from what I understand, I think Walmart, uh, for anyone that's listening, is gonna release some more on Wednesday. They said. Okay. Wednesday, I think at, I don't remember what time it is, but uh, I'll get get back to you guys on that. But they are going to release some more on Wednesday. Yeah. So if you haven't gotten any, this is your next opportunity. Again, it's going to be very difficult because like everything we mentioned before, with the scalpers, you know, the bots and everything, it's 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 going to be quite. But uh, the task. I mean, but. I'm kind of waiting for that because I mean the hype has to die down eventually. The, the, I mean, people have gotten them, so those people that have gotten aren't going to be trying to get more unless they're a scalper just to try to create a profit but I feel eventually it has, it has to it has to die down but but when though I mean if not this time then when do you think it's going to be when it actually slows down enough for people well, to well into 2021 yeah I mean think about it like this like the amount of people that have one the amount of regular people that have one now mm. is much less than the people that don't or that, that, that don't yeah that yeah. don't right yeah that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. so you know you can say like fifteen percent of people 
have it and you have 85 that's still hustling and bustling I wonder well I don't know if they if, if consoles are still um geographically programmed or whatever but like you think it would probably be easier to try to get one from another country um like if you use a it's VPN it's possible I, I saw some posts on Reddit with um stores like in Sri Lanka that have some stores in Denmark that and you can't even sell them in stores but I've seen pictures of just Xboxes in Denmark PS5s in Denmark mm. so they are mm, that may be an option real. but then <laughs> you, mm. you want a Dutch Xbox story? <laughs> <laughs> oh man well I mean after this afternoon I want any Xbox so <laughs> Because we have had some hands-on experience now, um, checking out both um, next-gen consoles, PlayStation Five and the Xbox, um, courtesy of Doctor Wolfman, and I must say, I am pretty blown away. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because the thi- I mean, just talking about it because we know we used to read about you know all everything the next-gen is going to bring. And, you know, you hear all the same, you know, jargon, you know, the load times, the 60 frames per second, yada, 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 yada. But actually seeing it and experiencing the load times, it's definitely mind-blowing. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I have them and I'm still right there with you. Like, every time I turn on Spider-Man, every time I turn on anything on Xbox, honestly, it's like, holy shit. <laughs> like, wow. This is gaming now. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's pretty much you're playing a Pixar movie. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, it's like everything, like, honestly, I mean, I, I guess we could start with the PS5. Yeah, we'll, we'll go on to PS5 and then we'll switch over to Xbox. Um, I will say I was, I was pretty taken back at, at, at how well Miles Morales performed. I mean, bef- even before the PS5 came out, we, we kind of covered it on, on for, for PS4. Yeah, we saw it on PS4. We saw it on PS4. We talked about it. Great game. Loved everything about the game. Just the art style. Just the way everything performs. It's... The the music. It's a Spider-Man experience for yeah. Miles Morales. It, it's... The, the swinging animations. Yeah. Everything about it. Top-notch. I would be 100% satisfied with the PlayStation 4 version of the game. And it'd still be 10 out of 10. However, seeing it next-gen, seeing it on a PS5... It's it's surprising to me how much better it is. It's almost not even the same game. <laughs> so like it, it, it it's it, it's it, it, honestly out of I mean we, we we saw many games throughout the afternoon and but I will say Spider Man Miles Morales literally took my breath away in terms of it was it was literally perfect. I, I mean I, I don't know how much work other developers are putting into you know upcoming titles but. This title literally was like legit perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, like I could I couldn't find a flaw. A flaw. Like everything was perfect in terms of like the there wasn't any pixelation. There wasn't any lines. Everything was everything that was supposed to be a curve was a curve. It's, I mean, th- th- there's little things as a gamer you just kind of turn a blind eye to because you know it's a game. It takes work. But I mean, this thing was perfect. The different textures and the suits. Like, polished all the way through everything was it was like, like like I said perfect like I couldn't really find much of a flaw when you, when you put when you put on actual ray tracing and you can actually see 
reflections reflect what they're supposed to reflect. I mean, this is what next gen is. This is next gen. This is this is what the next generation of gaming will be and is going to be the standard moving forward. Yeah, and this, this, this is all you know, first day stuff. This is all the introductory yeah. stuff. And I'm and I'm glad to see uh, a game like Spider-Man set the bar that high. I mean, and this is you know, this is a launch title, dude. Yeah. You know, this is... They're not even breaking the water here, dude. This is day one stuff. You know, like... I I can't wait to see more retracing in the future. Because, um... Seeing the reflections, the different lighting, and, like, nighttime environments, and just the effects popping on the screen, like, it's insane. Yeah, I mean, just simple 60 frames per second, as simple as that sounds, changes the game. I mean, that's it for me, dude. Like change the whole game. If I could have every game in 4K60, I would be satisfied. <laughs> like honestly, 60 frames is such a huge step up from 30. It's like once you experience it, it's hard to go back. It's really hard to go back. And then we have 120 now. We finally have 120 on console. It's it's not as evident as 30 to 60. Yeah, 30 to 60 is a big jump. That's a it's it's very noticeable. You you see it and it's like. It's very noticeable. It's, it's like you're playing with real people almost. It's, like, <laughs> it's crazy the level of, you know, smoothness. It's like it's velvet. Everything is smooth, crisp, and, you know, a phenomenal amount of polish, you know, on everything across the board. But 60 to 120, it's not as noticeable, but it is noticeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know, it's, it's a nice quality of life thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. For but me, it's like, not a must. Though. I, I agree with you. Like, I, I can live with 4K, 60 frames per second. That... That is the next-gen experience right there. And that, that is the, the standard that needs to be kept across the board for next-gen. That's, that's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's cool, um, you know, not just seeing Spider-Man and next-gen game, but seeing the effect that these new consoles have on older titles. Yes. You know, I'm blown away by even older titles. Yeah, like Ghost of Tsushima was a <laughs> phenomenal game. I mean, definitely graphically one of the better games on PS. Easily. PS4. I mean, Spider-Man, yes, but Ghost of Tsushima is, is it's a beautiful game. It's, it's, if you haven't seen it, it's... It is art. It's it hard to really say it's not one of the better looking games ever. Yeah. It's, it's art. It's definitely art. Or so we thought. Until we saw it on the PS5. In 60 frames per second. So, you know. It's 100% game changer. And, and I want to preface um, everything that we're talking about Again, if 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 you're gonna get a next gen console, you're gonna have to upgrade your TV. You, you can't. The older gen televisions wouldn't be able to. Well, it depends on when you bought your TV, but this is one factor that I think a lot of people might miss or may not pay that much attention to. Make sure that your TV can handle everything that we're talking about because not all TVs can. This is true. And I feel it would. You would miss a lot of the experience if you get your if you if you were lucky enough to get a next gen console, and you're still running it on old hardware. Mm-hmm. You're gonna miss a big part of the experience. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna see some improvements, I'm sure, but I'm it's sure, not yeah. gonna be. Yeah, 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 It's not gonna be what we're talking about because some of the stuff we saw today was definitely breathtaking. Definitely breathtaking. I mean, you know, it's kind of tough now because, like you said, the pandemic's going on, and some people aren't working, so to get. The console the full, yeah. you want, mm-hmm. five hundred dollars, and then a if TV. If you want more accessories, 
you won games, and now a TV. <laughs> it, it's it's tough. Yeah. And also too, I mean, again, like these are uh, launch titles, so like the best is yet to come. So if you can't do the TV right now, you're not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you're not missing out. You are, but you're not. You're not missing out as much as you would be, let's say, a year from now. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, and we're gonna get even better TVs next year. Exactly, and the prices for the TVs that are now are gonna be less. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. There's, you know, you. It's not. It's honestly not a bad thing right now because of the way the climate is. Because, again, also. Well, I guess we'll we'll speak on that more when we get into the Xbox side, but there's not a whole lot of next-gen games out right now either. Mm-hmm. A lot of the improvements are on the current-gen games. Yep. I mean, even... They are significant. Even Miles Morales, you could pretty much say it's a current-gen game. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's a launch title for PS5 and a current-gen game, so, you know... It's, it's technically not you know, next-gen per se, so the best is still yet to come when it comes to, you know, if you, if you, if you can't afford the TV right now, by all means... You know, you know your budget, um, but again, the best is yet to come, and you will have to eventually upgrade your hardware to get the full-on experience. Yeah, but one thing you will notice right away, of course, is the load times. Yep. I mean, load times are pretty instant. I mean, there's we're talking seconds there. Seconds, and these are load times that, like for previous games, that are infamous for for long load screens. Mm-hmm. These things are loading ten seconds tops. If even that. I mean, it's like I showed you guys in Miles Morales. There's once you pass the little Sony and Marvel intro, there's no load times. Nope, you're in the game. <laughs> and if this is what we could expect to see from first-party titles from both companies, that would be ridiculous. Getting you to the game quicker. And I, and, the, and these are like quality of life things. Are I'm sure like people that are not big into get, like, games maybe won't understand what we're talking about for the most part. I mean, they probably like, understand, but won't appreciate. Yeah, they they uh, they understand, but they won't appreciate. That's a good point. Yeah, mm. but yeah, load times is is everything. I mean, it's it it it, 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 ha- it you get more time to play. Like you can turn on your game right now and play right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. As opposed to like, turn on your sometimes game. I used to turn on my game and walk off. Go make a make a sandwich. You know? <laughs> make a drink. Use the restroom. Yeah, there's no time for that, dude. Yeah. You you turn it on and you're you're pretty much in the game. You're pretty much playing. Especially like for for example the the, the Marvel game, which is Dwight's favorite game of all time. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> such a shame. I, I I still have high hopes for this game, but back in this game, I mean, this game had ridiculous load times. It, well, yeah. I mean, not astronomically bad, but uh, like well, they were over a minute. What are you saying? <laughs> they were. What are you talking? There were there were some load times. And speaking from my perspective, and and I'm sure the load times are my fault because I'm playing on a a regular hard drive, so my load times are pretty bad. I yes, I have played off your on your on your setup, and it it, it is bad. Yes. It is pretty bad. <laughs> so going from that to what I saw today is like I'm floored because literally I was, of all the games that I would play currently, that wasn't take the, took the longest to load for me on my hard drive. Yeah, Apex, everything, Call of Duty, load fairly good, you know oh, decent. We but. we have to speak about Apex <sighs> later. We we'll, we'll get into that when we get to Xbox. <laughs> More into the PlayStation side. Astro. Astro? One thing that, yes, I was just going to touch on that because, you know, PlayStation has been talking about, you know, the 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 feedback and the control, the new controller. People are wondering, like, you know, why would they. There was a lot of people that were, that had, there was a lot of kickback on the controller because people, 
not just the price, but people prefer the old style. You know, they're so used to the PlayStation control feeling a certain way for all these years. Hands-on with the controller. I like it way better than any PlayStation controller that has ever been. Fantastic. In mm-hmm. terms of the feel. 10 out of 10 controller. The feel of it, it feels like a gaming controller. Yeah, but before you play any game, before you turn it on everything, just holding it in your hand, it has the right weight to it. Mm-hmm. The plastic doesn't feel cheap or anything like that. You, you, you can grab it and feel, okay, this is a quality piece of electronics I'm holding in my hand. Yes. You know, Perfect when, when the controller. Xbox, the first Xbox, when Xbox, um, Xbox One came out, I wasn't thrilled about the plastic for that control compared mm-hmm. to the 360 control. To me, the 360 controller felt a lot, a lot more solid. Yeah. I, I, Over the years, you know, it got better. Mm-hmm. But when it first came out, it was, it was garbage to me. This, you didn't get that. When you grab this, you're like, oh yeah, this is quality. This is where my four five hundred dollars go. I mean, you get that feel. Keep in mind, this thing is feature packed, right? So, not only does it have the, the you know the dual sense, you know, rumble features. Mm-hmm. It's been in games forever now. This this thing comes with a microphone built in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you don't have a mic, if it's broke, or you're not in a mm-hmm. financial position to get one, you do have a mic mm-hmm. built into your control. It'll probably be terrible. But <laughs> better than nothing. But you have a mic. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the, there's a touchpad, and many games utilize it. A lot of first-party games utilize it. Mm-hmm. Um, that also lights up for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, And I play with it quite a bit now. The battery, the battery life is good, dude. It's like yeah, 10, I, 12 hours, easily. I, I was hearing bad things about the battery, but I, like again, a lot of the negatives that you hear online now is, is it's from the other party trying to cast doubt in the in the consumer's mind. So for that reason, I stopped listening to the negative. But another thing about the controller that you know we didn't mention is there's actually a speaker in the controller as well. Yeah. You can hear certain sounds coming through on the speaker. On, on the speaker now, like you mentioned about yep. about Ash, about Astro, this is a game that comes with the the PlayStation Five that kind of showcases everything that the controller can do. I think this was a a perfect way to 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 let people know, look, this is this is new, yeah. this is new hardware. This is this is what this is what the capabilities are. This is what the you know the possibilities are. Mm-hmm. Because playing the Ash, um, Astro's play playroom or play playroom yeah. playroom. It it lets you see all the different features of the controller. Mm-hmm. Now, we can speak about it forever, and a lot of people go over you guys' head, but it's something that you have to experience to really understand 100%. what it is. It's like you can feel textures, you as can. weird as that sound, in the controller. Because like, for Astro, you're just a little robot, you know, this cute little robot thing. Walking around. And just so that's him walking around, you can like feel his metal feet hitting the ground. You can feel every footstep. And you can you can tell whether it's right leg or left leg because on where the the, 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 the feedback is yeah. on the controller. So you can feel every footstep, and you can feel whatever texture he's walking on. For example, if he's walking through grass, you can feel that in the controller. Um, he's walking on glass. You walking feel on the glass, you can feel that metal. It's, yeah, it's it's different different feels for each one. Yeah, when you're walking through mud, it's a different feel. It's actually pretty impressive. And another thing I noticed is that not only do you feel the the feedback from the different steps. But you hear it as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, da- I wasn't necessarily hearing it on the TV, but, like, splashing through the mud, you can hear it on the controller. Mm. So, it, give, it almost gives you a more immersive feel of, like, yeah, you're actually walking in mud. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, um, it is a fantastic game. I, I, I turned it on. I was not expecting much. I am not a platform guy. Anyone who knows me knows that is not my type of game. But um, 
Astro's Playroom is amazing. The you know it's it's literally just meant to be a tech demo of the new controller, and the game itself is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The graphics are amazing, but I mean you will be blown away by the controller. Like you know, like I said, walking on glass, walking on wood, you hear it in the control speaker and you feel it. You feel it, and each texture feels different because previously you know we just had the regular rumble. Like the, the you know the dual shot, mm. and you know you shoot a gun, you know it rumbles. You know all rumbles are pretty much the same. Yeah, pretty much. Different, you know, different, different speeds. variations, different speeds. You know, but all in all, all rumbles are the same. One thing I wanted you guys to experience, I don't think you got to, is um, in in one of the levels, it, it begins to rain, and a little umbrella pops up above his head, and I'm telling you, depending on where the rain hits the umbrella, you feel it in the control. And this is, it blew me away. Very, it's very immersive, very impressive. I mean, I was, you know, reading about the the, the, the dual sense initially. It, it seemed gimmicky to me, but after experiencing it, it's like, oh, this is, this is something. Like, I can't wait to see what what else they do with it. For example, like you know, when games like Uncharted or you know, you know, God of War comes out, what kind of feelings we're gonna get from the dual sense? You know. Mm-hmm. Wielding weapons, or you know, going through forests, or swimming, or whatever the case is. I mean, games. honestly, I think from first-party games we're gonna see a lot. Third, I don't think we're gonna see much. Yeah, because it, it, because it's not an experience that can be experienced throughout the entire landscape. Exactly, like, they're not gonna put a lot of effort into it. They may put some, but as yet to be seen. The the biggest example is definitely Astro, because even you know playing Spider-Man, which is obviously a first-party game. The most I can say is um, when you're web swinging, you can feel the right trigger getting tighter the more, the deeper you are in, in, into the swing. So mm-hmm. it kind of helps simulate web swinging. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, that's pretty much the extent of the dual sense experience in Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. like, and that is the first part. A, a, a dev really has to like put time <laughs> and effort. And I'm sure they have a, a kit associated with that because that's yeah, that's gonna that's gonna take some fine tuning but it, it, it's just a matter of attention to detail mm-hmm. so can I imagine that, like Resident Evil or something huh. in a sense I mean a zombie on top of you and you're feeling like he's on this side of the controller <laughs> or you know if you're playing a shooting game and you're getting hit and it's on the left side you're feeling you the wrong exactly where you, yeah, where you, you get know. hit yeah. there's a lot you could do with it I mean I, I was hearing good things about about Warzone and not not so much Warzone, but the new Call of Duty Cold War. Oh yeah. I saw uh, uh, someone was doing a an example of how each trigger, each gun feels different oh. from the different trigger pulls. Yeah, that would be cool. It wasn't always the same spot for one, and you also feel tension on certain guns as opposed to certain other guns. Mm. Like it was like more tension on the trigger for certain guns. Certain guns like the, it it would like the gun would fire at a later point as opposed to a sooner point. It was like each and he, and, he, and he showed each gun and he showed like he closer and you could see where the gun was going off, how much uh, pressure you could see how much pressure he was applying, you know. Like he, and the, the the idea behind it was like each gun felt completely different. I feel like that's cool, but as a very competitive gamer, it could be. I would despise that. <laughs> I I could see I could see the the kickback on that because some people don't even like playing with rumble. When you're playing shooters, you know, because nope. it, it could throw your it could throw your shot off. So I could see the again, probably somebody just have to experience the 
to give full you know analysis on it but um yeah playstation great um so far from uh, from what i can see 10 out of 10 console and the experiences there are, are you know can only get better you know so um, moving on to xbox side of things now uh next gen console of course being the xbox series x and i am equally as blown away yep as far as the power this thing has as far as like, the graphics and the load times i'm utterly impressed i mean like when we touched on you know, how it experience with older games but i mean with the, with the, with the series x of course there's, there's no launch title so that's that's your initial impression with it how does this console impact your older games and from what we saw it's like it's new, it's new games yeah it's like, it's like a night and day difference you're playing completely new games I mean, with Borderlands, just uh, going to even start there. Honestly, Borderlands was the first game that blew me away. Cause I don't know how many people have played this. I, I know you guys didn't get to play, right? No, yeah. not so, the last one. No. Borderlands Three ran terribly on PS4, PS4 Pro, Xbox, Xbox One X. Doesn't matter. Garbage performance. Thirty frames barely. Mm. Laggy menus. A minute and a half load times or more. Trash. I mean. You try to equip a gun, it'll take you like 20 seconds. Terrible. Mm, unplayable. You play it now, and the load times are, I'd say, mostly like 10, 11 seconds at most. Um, it's 4K, 60 frames locked. There's no dips in frame rate. And anyone who's played Borderlands knows there's nukes going off, there's <laughs> grenades, people are exploding. Like, this game is insane. And it's just locked 60 frames. If you have a TV that can run 120 uh, frames per second, it's even smoother at the cost of resolution. But mm. um, it's fantastic. You yeah. know, this game, blew, I, I had no idea the game actually looked so good. <laughs> yeah, visually, I was utterly impressed. Borderland has that, you know, kind of cartoony graphics, kind of cell shading stuff going on. But I never knew cell shading could look so good. I mean, not just the, the cartoony textures, but even some of the, the way the light interacts with these textures and even like when, when, you, when you're shooting the enemies and you're seeing like the damage and everything coming up everything everything everything's beautiful look beautiful stunning all around and the way I describe the movement is it's like velvet everything is just smooth polished you're not seeing any stutters you're not seeing nothing everything is just running Perfect. the way it's supposed to and yeah. that impressed me yeah borderlands definitely look great um the colors you know everything was so vibrant and you know Doing the damage, the numbers jumping out, you know, that's always been a borderline staple, but to see it done so beautifully was like, I think this was, this is what, you know, the developers had in mind when they make these games, you know what I mean? This is, this is how it's meant to be played, and it's, you know, for a long time, consoles have been, you know, plagued by, you know, having to cheapen the experience. So now the developers have this, you know, the ability to give us exactly what we're supposed to be experiencing. You know, I mean, for PC, you know, they've, I mean, I'm sure a lot. There's a lot of PC players that are, that are hearing us talk and are like, "We've been experiencing this." You know, what I mean, this is this is nothing new to us. But you know, let us let us let us have our cake. You know what I mean? I mean, as console in, players, you know. Keep in mind, we're at a much lower price point than a gaming PC. This is true. You know, we, we pay five hundred dollars for four K sixty, and this is the new standard. And a gaming PC is what upwards to fifteen hundred. You know, or more. Oh, a, a, a RTX three eighty is. Thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> so exactly, you so, know, 
good luck. Yeah, exactly. So it's good to now finally, you know, blur that line a little bit more. Right now we're mm-hmm. we're all we're all sharing the same experience um, when it comes to gaming. Yep, everybody wins. I mean, this is what the, the the developers intended the game to be played as. This is the way they intended it to look, and now we're experiencing it full resolution, full everything. Um, Gears of War, of course, is another one that's always been a beautiful game. I always thought Gears had, you know, some of the better graphics on Xbox. I, c- I couldn't possibly think of how Gears could look any better until I saw it on a Series X. And it's it's what you would expect. So, like, so much better as opposed to, you know, the, res- the regular resolution and everything. Uh, the frame rate, I mean, you can get up to 120 um, multiplayer, game, multiplayer, which is unheard of for console. I mean, literally unheard of for console. I I haven't been a Gears fan for a bit, but I said, well, you know, let me see how it looks on the Series X, and once again, blown away. Yeah, I mean, even like I mean, like we were talking about the the, the deaths and and Gears are just, of course, the more, some of the most gory and some of the most graphic stuff you can see. But seeing it on the Series X, it, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's it's legit, you know. Seeing limbs falling off and the blood spatter and everything, it's that much more realistic. It's it's it's, it's quite the experience, I must say. Seeing the way Gears run on the Series X, it's definitely reason to to maybe pick back up Gears again, and you know, see what's up. Because I mean, Gears. I was having a love hate relationship with Gears, especially the multiplayer. It's fun, but it's like. Until you the run meta into someone. is pretty is the the meta is pretty set. Until you run into someone that knows how to play to wall bounce and nasher and that's it. I mean, why use anything else, right? Until you run into someone who just killed your team, so <laughs> <laughs> then it's not so much fun. Um, yeah, Gears is amazing. Um, I actually completely forgot I downloaded Ori. Ooh! Just damn. to show you guys, I completely forgot. I would have loved to see Ori. This I, thing I, runs at 6K, 60 ooh. frames per second on Series X, with an option for 120 uh, 4K. So. Oh man! Yeah, I, I, I completely forgot. And I started playing Ori, and I, I, I've been playing it on my phone mostly. And I love, I, I love that game because I play with my headphones on, and it's. To me, the sound of the game is one of the better parts of it. It's it's quite the experience playing it with headphones on, and visually, it's stunning, beautiful game. It, it's again, it definitely sets the tone. So I can't imagine seeing it next gen right now. I mean, it, yeah, it, it's it's super sampled to six K, and I mean, I, I briefly turned it on and I was like, "Yep, they, they got to see this one," <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot. But um, yeah, there's, there's, there's certain games on Xbox that um. You know, that blew me away. It really kind of makes me sad that Xbox doesn't have any actual launch titles. Halo Infinite, I'm referencing you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, yeah, I've tried out uh, Sekiro. Sekiro was another game that ran quite poorly. There was, it was supposed to be locked 30. It dipped to 20s. Mm. And it's an action game, so that's really bad. Um, what else? I mean... Avengers, like you guys said before, there's the 4K mode. That's unfortunately lock 30. The devs need to go and unlock that. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. Oh, man. I can only imagine the game at 16. That game is going to be beautiful. Well, I think they did They did mention uh, next year that they were going to do... Because yeah. I, I don't think they have the... They didn't do the 
the Series X update. Update. Yeah, yet. it's not. It's not ready yet. Yeah. So. But seeing Avengers at sixty frames a second, oh man, wow, beautiful. I, I, I can't <laughs> wait for it. Just wow. But yeah. one, one game that I was truly blown away by, seeing it, you know, next gen. Well, on the next gen hardware was Apex Legends. Our favorite, my, one of my favorite games, of course. And you kind of, you know, I've been playing Apex for so long, you kind of, you know, used to seeing it a certain way. And I must say, what I saw today looked like Apex 2. It, it doesn't look like the same game. This looks like the sequel to Apex. I mean, graphically, just, just even in the menu, just in the, in the lobby, seeing the character move around is like, hmm. there's some different here. Some, something's different. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's... And even the textures and everything, it just seems... Apex kind of has a, it's a, very, it's a very colorful kind of a brand game, especially with a new map. But seeing it next-gen, it has a more realistic tone to it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain unless you see it for yourself. Yeah, and it is, you know, it's a first-person, you know, battle royale game. But, I mean, it, it looked... The quality that I saw today was... Could have easily been, like, the quality of a, you know, a single-player story game, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even recall it updating, honestly. I just noticed it said, um, you know, it had the Series X symbol, and I I was pretty much just blown away as you guys. It's, it's amazing, you know. It feels a lot smoother, too, which is fantastic. Yeah, everything, like, <laughs> 60 frames makes such a difference with the gameplay. It's, like, one of the main staples. That I'm so glad that this is going to be the standard moving, you know. Moving forward. Moving forward across the board. 60 frames per second is... Especially if you're playing competitively, it's 100% where it's at. And seeing Apex in 60 frames, I mean, it was, it was quite the experience. I mean, honestly, I mean, I mean, you you, you pretty much got to win your first game in. I mean, it was it was, <laughs> you know, I, I think that being said, I mean, it speaks for itself. It speaks really. for itself in terms of you know, when you play competitively, having those extra frames, it, it's you a know, huge difference. It, it it it's you know we can talk about it forever, but again, unless you experience it, you really, you can't really. I don't want to say you can't understand because you can, but you, you can't really, your mind doesn't, can't really wrap around it mm-hmm. unless you see it for yourself and you'll be like, you, you get to really experience it and truly appreciate, you know, what this what this is and this is the next gen. Yep. So. And for, you know, for, for for some of you guys out there that, you know, all this technical talk is kind of going over your head, but you're, you know, huge Apex fans, let me sell you on this with just a few words. 4K Loba. what what more you need yep you really can't go wrong with Loba 4k (laughs) Loba is is, that's all you need 60 frames I mean I would I would take Loba in 720p so um. (laughs) exactly (laughs) well that's that's, wow that's old technology now 720 (laughs) with Loba every skin's a legendary skin (laughs) can't Um, go wrong there but yeah definitely utterly impressed with everything I mean I can't wait to you know, get our hands on it so we can, so this, for this to be our norm. Because now, seeing all this today and then going back to you know, yeah, I'll, I'll, Xbox One, Xbox One S is like we were talking about that today. Is like, man, I feel like feels so behind. Like I, I feel like I need to catch up. Like I, I need to get a new TV now. I need to get the console. You know, I need to. Man, I, I've been TV telling device. you guys for years, mm-hmm. it is worth it. This is true. It is worth it. This is true. I mean, you don't. You don't need to buy the most expensive TV, cause um, you know there's there's the TCL brand, there's mm-hmm. Vizio, there's uh, Hisense. 
all of the budget brands, they give you 4K, 60, HDMI 2.1, mm-hmm. Dolby Vision, whatever. You get everything with those brands still. Mm-hmm. You don't need Sony, you don't need Samsung, you don't need LG. So, LG seems to be moving towards the more expensive on, on, on those for some reason. For a good reason. LG has the best gaming TV on the market. Um, a friend of mine just bought the LG CX for $1,900. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 65-inch OLED. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you run the risk of burning. Yeah. So it's like... Mm. But I mean, I, I, so far, I've, I have not had that issue with my old uh, LG? Samsung. No, I, I, I gave on my Samsung. The one in the room is a Samsung. Oh, the one yeah. in the living room is an LG. Correct. Which I, what I want to do, I want like the one, the, the one in the living room is already kind of acting up, and I'm trying to convince my wife like, oh, it's it's bad now. We need to <laughs> to get a new TV, babe, so I can move the one in the bedroom out there, and get a new one to put in there. I mean, the, it, it's it's not a bad TV. It just for whatever reason, it just randomly like disconnects. Whatever source you have plugged in, it would just randomly just oh, just reset and like undo your source mm. and go back to it's like if you're when you're watching UFC and stuff and you're just randomly back to static screen is like why you know yeah so and that's why I don't game on that one because you could be in a game and then all of a sudden now you're on a static screen in the middle of a fight and oh, like, I've been there <laughs> <laughs> so for that reason I'm trying to I'm trying to move the Samsung to the living room I don't know what I'm gonna do with the LG maybe sell it or something maybe use that money to I don't know I'm telling you anyone who who um, used to be like me, and you just think, hey, game is a game is a game. A game is gonna look how it looks. TV doesn't really matter. That's crap. Your yep. TV is a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. Like if you think you love games now, if you see games on a good TV or a good monitor, you are never leaving your house again. Yep, this is true. Big facts. Especially in the current climate, where you know if, if you're. You literally don't leave your house anyway. Exactly. <laughs> You're stuck home anyway. You might as well stay home and enjoy the experience. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's why these PS5s and Xboxes are so hard to get. Everyone's home. Everybody's home. That's quite the challenge to, to get your hands on these. But um, something, I, I, I picked up a game. I started playing a game that I've been reading a lot about, seeing a lot about. It's an old game. It was a, I think it was a launch title for Xbox when it first came mm-hmm. Rise, Son of Rome. Oh. Have you played it? Unfortunately. <laughs> you don't like it? No. Dude. Most repetitive combat ever. No. Yes and no. It can be repetitive, but with the different executions, it, it, it kind of makes up for it. Now, what you're doing, like, as far as inputs, are pretty much the same, but visually it changes. But yes. What, what impressed me about it is how the graphics still hold up to current. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. I should I should probably download it and try it actually. <laughs> I was, that's, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I should see it in the current. Because I was like, because because I, I saw someone did a re-review of it um, a couple months ago, and they were saying that you know everything still holds up. It's still a, you know a solid game, and I think they gave it like a, a eight or a nine or something like that. I was like, huh. They're they're being quite generous. <laughs> that's come on. It's not Christmas yet. So I was like, okay, well, let me check it out. And I downloaded it, and I never picked it back up. And then last night I was, you know, waiting for my brother to jump on. He Which, never did. Nope. Cause I, <laughs> so I was like, oh, let me just try it out. I had a headache last night, so. And I legit couldn't put it down. I was like, huh. I was actually impressed with it. Like, visually, 
I'm surprised how well the graphics held up. Like this is a again, this is a first generation from last generation. You know, mm-hmm. the launch title from oh, last yeah, generation. Launch so. Title, yeah. so it was like it was very good, and the story is actually compelling enough. The story is compelling enough for me. I was like, okay. Like, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll download it. I'll give it a try. And that's another beautiful thing about Xbox is uh, with Game Pass, it just gives you such a tremendous value. You, you, you can't... You can just download a game. You don't have to, you know, I didn't spend any money in this game. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's truly something that... I, I, I beg a lot of PlayStation, I guess, uh, for lack of a better term, fanboys. Once you experience Game Pass, you realize that, you know, we've been getting swindled for all these years. I mean, Game Pass just gives you trust, such, such a tremendous value. Mm-hmm. If you're a gamer and you don't have Game Pass, you're you're missing the ball. But another thing too, I think Game Pass allows, uh, for example, like, like PlayStation fanboys, if you will, it allows them to experience Xbox now for very little money. Mm-hmm. Like right now, someone that's never played an Xbox before can get, I mean, if you want, if you want to go the cheap part, you can get a Series S. No, I, 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 I already spoke. With I would Game Pass. not advise anyone to do that. <laughs> I, I spoke. I spoke against it. Don't last, last podcast. do that. Yeah, but if you're, if you're, but you know, if you just want to see what's going on, you can do it because you can do the payment for it and Game Pass. If, if you're gonna do the payment, do oh, the, yeah, do the payment for the yeah. Xbox. Game Pass Ultimate comes with it, right? Yeah. 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 So it's like, why not? But yeah, Game Pass is is excellent. Again, you get now that they. Incorporated EA Plus in there is like, if you're a, if you if you play any sports games, you or can, Star Wars or Star Wars. I mean, you have all your Maddens on there. You know, you got your NBA. There, there's I've even seen cricket. Um, you name it. You know, sports wise, it's there. You can play sports games. FIFA, like FIFA, all of them. All of them. They're on there. You know what I mean? Apex. I mean, it's free anyway, but get discounts yeah. in, the, in the thing. Star Wars, um, what is it, Fallen Order? Fallen Order. That game is fantastic. If you haven't tried it and you have Game Pass, try it. Hmm. It's like... Maybe I'll check it out. I'm, I'll warn you, it is tough. Now, this is coming <laughs> from me. <laughs> the game is hard, dude. Like It's like Dark Souls with just <laughs> oh, wow. Star Wars. Like It's hard. I heard the story is pretty good, though. Yeah, so far. I mean, it, it just seems like your your typical Star Wars fare, you know. But um, yeah, so far so good. But it is it's beautiful. Uh, I can imagine. I, I just wish it was 4K 60. It's 4K 30. Mm. You know, devs. Go on, devs. Unlock your game. <laughs> Let's get to it, man. You can revitalize life, bring back life into some of these older games. I've heard a lot of good things about the Master Chief Collection, actually. Like, if, if it wasn't so many gigs, I'd probably download it's it. It's a lot, because it's a lot of games. Yeah. Well, I've heard it's like... I don't know if they're all 120, but... Oh, my God. What? You come out and play Halo 2? Dude. I mean, I've heard nothing but good things. Oof. Like, Halo oh, Reach, in particular, I've heard a lot of good things about Halo Reach. A hmm. lot. Yeah. Something to consider. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, a lot of the older Halos from Massive Collection I play again on the X Cloud on my phone. Cause like Halo One, Halo Two, it's simple enough that you can play it on your phone and get away with it. You don't have to worry about too much. It's about you focus on your aim. And once you adjust your sensitivities, it's 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 a solid time waster. Especially Halo One. <laughs> it, oh it you know it seems like you know why would I play Halo One? But trying to kill some other sometime whatever, put on Halo One on your phone. The, the nostalgia that hits you was like, oh, 
man. We um we lost a lot of time in UVA. <laughs> <laughs> to Halo. Many of we got a degree in Halo days. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. Legit. That's uh, where we learned to play Halo. Halo two. Halo two is definitely by far my still my my favorite Halo. Probably the the best I've ever gotten in any game was Halo two. Yeah. We're we're all pretty good though. Like, I think everybody. like if we wanted to, we could have gone pro. Yeah. That was the time to go pro. Halo Easily. 2. Easily. No doubt about so it. Were we legit playing every day? No doubt about we it. We were legit playing every day, hours on end. Any chance we got. And we got good. But I mean, when you can look at somebody's screen and throw a grenade exactly <laughs> where they are. We used to, we used to shoot grenades out of the sky. Yep. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> what? I can't do that now. Nope. In any game. Not even close. Is that even still a thing in games? <laughs> uh, can you do an Apex? Maybe. No. I don't know. You don't even think about these things, but Halo, that was a thing. That's the kind of time we had. That's the well, kind of time we had. Better days. Yeah, man. It's most definitely, you know, the next-gen experience is quite something to behold. And, of course, you know, we still have our PlayStation giveaway going on. Uh, a lot of you have... Um, some people have been experiencing some issues with it and I wanted to address uh, some maybe um, fixes for that here because um, some people, I guess, were in the BVIs are having an issue, which it, it is available for the BVI. And actually someone that's been really kicking butt as far as the, the giveaway is concerned. Is from the BVI. Is from the BVI. It's a, it's a girl too, so I don't know. I don't know what you guys are doing, but <laughs> there's a girl in the BVI that really wants a PS5, apparently. And she's, she's doing all her, all her dailies, everything. But, um, yeah, some of the fixes. Uh, if, you, if you use a different browser or click on a new link, I think because I think if you keep clicking on the same link or whatever, if you, if you keep the, the page up in the browser, I don't know if it times out or what, but something happens where it shows that, you know, some kind of message comes up saying that it's not available in your area. But once you, know, once you click on a new link or whatever, it fixes that. Or if you use a different browser, it fixes that. So if you're experiencing that issue... Those are some of the fixes we have found. Um, but yeah, that's still going on. Um, drawing is at the, the 30th of this month. Yeah, so it's, it's winding down here. It's winding down. Um, tons of activity there, so still open. There's people that legit hit me up about this thing every day. There's at least a few times a month someone asks me for selling a PS5. Yep, we get that all the time. But um, definitely not selling. Probably make some good money. Yeah, <laughs> probably would. You know what? We probably went the wrong direction with this, but... Um, yeah, we're still giving away a PS5, so um, feel free to get on that. Um, links to that, of course, is on our Facebook. Um, you can also check our IG um, link in the description as well. That takes you to our um, our link page, and you scroll to the bottom it has the giveaway um, link there as well. So um, with that, I think we'll take a quick little break. I think we cover everything we want to cover here. Yeah, or, I think so. Yeah, and we're gonna come back and get into some uh, some fight talk. Enjoy listening to the podcast? Well, consider becoming a supporter. As a supporter, you can directly support the podcast with monetary contributions, ranging from a dollar to $10, based on your budget. Your monthly contributions will ensure that we can continue to do what we love doing, bringing you great content. Go to anchor.fm forward slash VIVN to find out how you can become a supporter. All contributions are greatly appreciated. And we're back. Uh, about to get into some fight talk, but before we do, 
Uh, we're talking over the break, and there, there was some there was some console war stuff that we kind of missed, that we kind of wanted to get into a little bit because, as good you know we, we praised both consoles, but uh, all that glitters isn't really gold if you if, if you know yeah. put it that way. There are some drawbacks on both sides, and uh, we say to give you guys a fair you know assessment, fair assessment of both consoles. We want to cover a little bit of the the dark side, I guess, if you will. Yeah. On both um, consoles. Yeah. Anything you've noticed on the... Oh, you know me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as far as critics go, this guy is the, the critic oh, man. of critics. You know me, dude. So, when it comes to movies, food, anything, he is probably one of the harsher critics I've known. So. You, you, you got to keep it real, man. You, gotta, <laughs> you know? But, um, yeah. Um, so, let's, let's get into it. So, you know, you go on YouTube, you look at these reviews of the PS5, the Xbox, and they get... Glowing reviews. Mm-hmm. None of these losers talk about the downsides. It's annoying. I hate it. Let's let's get into the downsides. Uh, there are some. So the PS5. Let's start with the PS5 first, since that is the most popular console. Yep. Um, the UI has changed. Yeah, it's not the same UI from what you're used to with the PS4. You know, people so, yeah. people crack on Xbox because they have the same UI, but guess what? If it's not broke, you don't fix it. It's and it's familiar. It's a familiar feel, so once, fami- you, once you turn it on, you, you know what to expect. It's familiar, it's faster now, the mm-hmm. store has been revamped, it's much better. The store is much nicer now. It looks great, it's easier to find stuff, it's great. PS5, um, I, didn't, I, didn't sh- I didn't get to show you guys the store, but the store now is cool in a way where you can, you just click on store and it's like a seamless thing, like the, the screen doesn't disappear, like you're still on the home screen but you're in the store. Mm-hmm. Cool. However, there's no deals tab anymore. So anyone who has a PS4, you know there's always deals on PlayStation. There's always like multiple deals. There's no deals tab. Hmm. For you to see deals, you have to go on the, the, the PlayStation the app on your phone uh, or hope you still have your PS4 plugged in or something. Like <laughs> You can't see deals anymore. And that's the weirdest, lamest thing for me is I don't... So you don't have to click on the game itself to see if it's has if a it's deal discounted. Yeah. Hmm. So unless you have time to go through thousands upon thousands of games, or you know you online every day like me who has no life, then you're not gonna know there's deals going on. Hmm. It's really it's just poorly implemented. Um, your friends list is some sort of weird combination of like people you played with recently. And your usual friends list is just, it doesn't make sense. You have to scroll past people you just played with to find your friends. What is that? Really? Sony? Yeah. yeah. Hello? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 he, he showed it to me when I was there. Oh, that's. I'm, I'm. I don't understand the thought process behind it. Like I said, I, like like I keep saying, I, I still feel like the PlayStation was rushed, and they a lot of things, simple things, just kind of went under the table. But I felt with more time, they would have fleshed no, just, out. You know. Is, this being one of them. It's, it's very strange. Um, it's also, you know... Um, well, there's been, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, bricking on both sides. Well. So, um... Yeah. Anything on that you wanted to... Yeah, um... The PS5 was a scary experience. <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah, if you, if you read all the, the forums, you go on Reddit, you, you see a lot of horror stories. You know, I, I'm on Reddit every day. So I see multiple stories every day. People saying, hey, my PS5 was working last night. Now it is not. Mm. And that is 
terrifying. If you're lucky enough to get one of these consoles, and then you're only you're unlucky enough to have a brick, you know that would probably bring tears to my grown ass eyes. Yeah. So, well, you know, apparently you're not supposed to use rest mode right now with your PS5 because of some kind of issue with the database. Apparently, sometimes it tries to rebuild the database even though it doesn't have to, and it gets caught in a rebuilding the database loop, and eventually your console just breaks. Mm. That's terrible that's terrifying <laughs> so you know they advise you and this is from sony support <laughs> you can look it up if you don't believe me so they advise you not to plug in any external hard drives right now until they put out a patch and they advise you not to put your console into rest mode both of those things can probably cause bricking also there was reports that um plugging in a lan cable could cause Complications. I don't know how true that is. I've had a LAN cable plugged in from day one. I was about to say, like, that's a standard operating. Yeah, so, you know, I think that's maybe that might just be some console work garbage. Fake news, yeah. But, um, you know, I haven't had any issues with the PS5 yet. Knock on wood. It's running fine. But I haven't put mine into rest mode. I have plugged in an external briefly. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, for the most part, it's fine. Hmm. Um, Horror story that. I mean, that's. That would be tragic to, like you said, to get a PS5 and it to be nothing but a oversized paperweight. Well, on the upside, I have seen multiple stories. I think I've seen four now of people who their consoles bricked. They called Sony and Sony said, okay, well, you know, give us your address. We're going to send you a box. And then you put the PS5 back in the box. You send it to us. And what happens is the person gives them the address and maybe two or three days later, they got a PS5 in the mail. So Sony doesn't even wait for you to send, yours to send back. it back. They automatically ship out a PS. Really? Once you confirm, hey, I do have a PS5 through your your serial number and everything, mm-hmm. they set, they ship it out the same day. So they do have PS5s on reserve, you know, for people who experience complications. But at the same time, you gotta think, well, why why do you have PS5s on reserve? <laughs> right? Like that's that's legit. That's a legit question. It, it could be thinking ahead. Mm, I don't know, buddy. You know, kind of the the, the conspiracy theorist kind of thinks. Also, you guys knew there were issues. Ah, I see. Mm -hmm. That's that's a legit point. I mean, and there and there is bricking on the Xbox Xbox side as well, but it's just not as frequent. Well, at least from the stories I've seen. Yeah, I haven't seen much of you know of, of that happening on the Xbox side. But there were some talks that um. I think that well, the rest mode for Xbox seems to be fine. I've used it multiple times; it's fine so, so far. But um, I you know I did unfortunately run into an issue today. After everything was perfect, um, my I tried to turn off the Xbox with my control and it just wouldn't turn off. The menu wouldn't pop up. Nothing was happening, and then my control disconnected itself and never reconnected. Mm. You know, I tried for thirty minutes and it just sat there blinking. Mm. I had to unplug the Xbox from the wall and plug it back in, then start it, and then the control worked. Why that worked, I have no idea. That is mm. interesting. And strange, too, because like, why would that work? Because it's two different electronic devices, so it, uh, you know, pulling the batteries out of the controller would be it, the obvious fix. Didn't work at all. It just blinked. Mm. Didn't work at all. Tried the USB-C cord that came with it. Didn't work at all. So taking the actual batteries out did not work? No. Took out the battery. I took out my plug and play kit, 
put it back in, it just started blinking again. I used Duracell batteries, just started blinking again. I plugged it in directly to the console, just started blinking again. Hmm. It was very annoying. So, yeah. Only way to fix it is to unplug your Xbox from the wall. I don't know, yeah. It's not cool. Besides that, uh, the, the, I haven't really read too many bad things. Obviously those smoke videos you've seen online. People vaping on the Xbox and are smoking. Fake news. Yep. Um, but. Um, there is reports about like your, if you have a wireless headset, there's interference with your control. I've seen that. I've experienced mm. it a little bit, but um. In, in how so? So it's weird. Like you have your wireless headset on. If you don't touch your control for a number of seconds, you start to get like audio dropouts or like popping noises. So I guess it's something with the frequency of this new control and the headsets. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But as soon as you touch your control, you're moving it, it stops. Hmm. Once again, I'm not a dev. I've never built an Xbox in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that works, but it does work. But um, it's more of an annoyance. I know Microsoft is obviously aware they're working on it. Um, more of what I would like to, to talk about is actually the performance of games between consoles. This is I forgot to tell you guys about this one. Okay. So, you know, I'm always online. I'm always looking up mm -hmm. news reports, whatever. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watchdog, Watchdog Legion, mm -hmm. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, and now Dirt 5. Do you know what these games have in common? They all run better on PS5. Let me say that again. <laughs> <laughs> all these games I just mentioned, mm -hmm. these new games, all run better on PS5. Hmm. And spec wise or just uh, visual? Everything wise. <laughs> so, you know, media wise, Xbox is currently getting slaughtered because, you know, you portray yourself as the most powerful console, you're going to have to live up to that. 100%. So, you know, you put in a game like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and then on Xbox, you're getting screen tearing, the frames drop from 4K 60 to 4K 50 ish, 54 ish. Mm -hmm. And on PS5, it's solid. Solid, no screen tearing. Um, also, Valhalla crashes a lot. Apparently, Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, that, well, on current gen, it crashes. Well, it used to crash a lot. Since the last patch, I haven't really played it that much. To man, that game used to crash literally every time I played multiple times. If you look it up on Xbox Series X forums, it crashes. And now, now it does it crash. If it crashes while you're playing which is when a game would crash, if you boot it back up, hours of progress is gone. Hours. Mm. Like, multiple people have reported this, so I know it's true. Hours are gone. So people are getting refunds like crazy. So it does not look good for Microsoft. Um, Dirt 5 Digital Foundry just did a long video about it. Like, I don't get it. On PS5, it looks amazing. That's, that's interesting. Graphics are fantastic. Prior to consoles being released, I remember the devs from Dirt 5 praising the Xbox. Exactly. I, I don't know if they have a partnership or what, but yeah, they were pushing the Xbox Series X quite hard. And yes, they were. And now... The, 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 graphi the, graphic, the graphical fidelity on PS5 is much, 
better. Mm. But the devs have um, come forward and said, you know, obviously it's not working as intended. They're going to be putting out a patch. Why do you have to put out a patch? Like, what's... I think Microsoft probably spent some money. Well, the word in the street is um, the hardware the PS5 uses is, is very similar to the PS4's hardware. So to develop games for it, devs already know. Devs know LA. You know, mm -hmm. this is basically the same mm -hmm. hardware we've been working with. It's just better. Xbox is not like that. Apparently, Xbox is a whole new, a whole new thing. And they also didn't give developers the dev kit to make games, I think, until like this summer. So now, you know, mm. it's basically a rush to try to mm -hmm. understand this new hardware, mm -hmm. get the games out, and it is, it is not working out. And Xbox is just getting slaughtered by the console war warriors. Mm -hmm. So. That is interesting. But as you guys saw, how games look. You know, they have the potential to be fantastic. One hundred percent. So I'm positive once devs figure figure out how to do it, how to do it properly. Out, yeah. Oh man, we we you know we'll see where this goes. But at the same time, yeah, it just shows that, yeah, like you said, the Xbox probably spent some money there, and you know they mm -hmm. they have the money to spend. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> but Bethesda, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do to win. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting because the. Being the, the, you know, on paper, like you said, quote-unquote, the most powerful console that Xbox has been pushing. To have these kind of issues this early on, yep. not a good look. Not a good look at all. Not a good look at all. Yeah. What? Oh, um, and Black Ops uh, Cold War. I forgot to talk about that. Um, there's issues on PS5 as well, but on Xbox, this thing turns your console off. Turns your console <laughs> off. The last game I saw that did that was Borderlands 3. <laughs> Borderlands 3 used to turn the console off when friends try to join friends games. Wow. <laughs> really? Yes. This thing turns your console off in campaign, multiplayer, God knows, whatever. It just turns it off. So I'm not going to buy a game that's going to con constantly turn off my brand new <laughs> next-gen Xbox. Like... Mm. I don't know what's going on. I wasn't planning on getting Cold War anyway, but there's another reason why not. To yeah, I'm definitely not touching it. No I'm way. I'm still hooked on Modern Warfare. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. Yeah, why Warzone I... runs fine as far as I know. One 120 hertz fine. So. Oh, man. I got to <laughs> check that out. Wow. 100% got to check that out. Yeah, War Warzone's... I would. Not... If, if you can find the space on your... Multiple gigs of a console to download Warzone. I would love to come over and load up my profile and play. <laughs> I, I should, I should be able to. Ask. I should be able to. Doesn't like remind me tonight or tomorrow or something. I'll, I'll play that the would download. Be amazing. Should be a ton of fun. Can't wait to see that as well. But um, yeah. I mean, all things considered, you no, know, it's, it's not all sunshine or rainbows for both consoles. But at the end of the day. You know, whichever one is your favorite. This is this is by no means to deter you from getting either one. Just know that this is you know the first iteration of both consoles. Yeah. So there may be some wrinkles to to be ironed out, but at the same time, you shouldn't let it deter you from experiencing, you know, what next gen has to offer. So. Oh yeah. Quick note for the people. I did read last night that um, 
Best Buy and GameStop have implemented anti-scalper measures. So they, there's like, mm. there's like, um, I don't know if it's like a captcha for bots or something, but the um, there is programs now on Best Buy and GameStop to fight against scalper bots. You so you mentioned game, you, uh, you mentioned Best Buy. Actually, they released some, but they didn't announce it. Apparently. Oh yeah. A friend told me, and when I went on, they were all sold out except for the um, Cyberpunk bundles. Oh, you sure I got it, dude. And I, uh, but the thing I was like, I really sold so I was like, is that available? And literally the time I said, is that available? I said, boop, sold out. I was like, <laughs> oh, well, I probably wouldn't be able to get it anyway, but dude, like literally as I was scrolling down, that was available. And they're like, I could have clicked on it, but in the time I was like, Wait, that really available? Dude, right, right now I'm telling you guys if don't even second guess it, dude. If you see, see an click. option that says anything but sold out, you press it. <laughs> you press it. Make sure your info is already in. Your address is already in. Don't waste time putting in that crap. You gotta get to checkout mm-hmm. as fast as possible. Yep. But Best Best Buy and GameStop definitely have anti-bot programs right now, so. Give it a try. Black Friday's coming up. They're gonna yep. have it in stock. Get get on it. Get your devices ready. Now's your chance. Yep. If you don't mind, feel free to jump on as well. <laughs> if you manage to get lucky for the second time, you know. Got you in full. We got I've, you in full I, I've been trying time. to do this for multiple friends. <laughs> I, have, I have not gotten lucky yet, but I know it's possible. So I will keep trying. There you go. Just throwing that out there. Alright. Well um that covered. Let's get into some um some fight talk real quick. I mean this weekend, not a ton of notable um fights, but it was the pay-per-view and the main event definitely definitely delivered. Well we, we still have we still have to speak a little bit on the prelims. Well of course we're gonna get into some of it because obviously, you know, Joaquin Buck- Buckley. He fought you know, he fought again. That's the guy that had the spectacular knockout. I don't know if you saw it. I yeah, you, what was the last thing you watched UFC, my friend? Buddy. Uh, you're, you're, you're definitely missing out. I, I don't know, dude. <laughs> well, I'm going to show you this KO when we're all done here. Um, it was, uh, he threw a kick. Or if you could pull it up. Maybe I could pull it up. No, let's see. If you can keep talking, I can probably find it real quick. So, yeah, Joaquin Buckley, uh, for those of you that weren't familiar, he, he threw, he was the guy that threw the kick that was grabbed by the other guy and he did a, a spinning reversal kind of spinning back kick that kind of starts the other guy which made its rounds on social media and ESPN and all that stuff and toted as being the knockout of the year well, he this is his more recent fight he jumped back in there pretty quickly uh, all things considered from his last fight and he he did not disappoint he showed off in fashion yet again mm-hmm. that you know it wasn't it wasn't a fluke he's here to to stay and he's he's proving his worth to the UFC and he had a call out too as well. Yeah, he apparently he has beef with uh, James Krause, so they want to settle that. So that I, uh, they are in different weight classes. So yeah, I I think... remember we kind of touched on it. I was you know speaking about it. and I couldn't remember his name. That's the guy I was talking about, James Krause. Mm-hmm. Was talking um, about yeah, he's he's bad to train with and all this kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. that's probably gonna happen. The UFC is they just love grudge matches, so they're they're always gonna find a way to make those happen. Um. Anton, uh, Antonita Sevchenko won her fight, who is the sister of Valentina, Valentina Sevchenko. Sevchenko. Um, I'm just going to run through these pretty quickly. Um, Daniel Rodriguez 
who I was, you know, pretty excited to see fight again. You know, he's a guy I like yeah. to fight. Apparently got robbed. Well, they they felt he, it was a unanimous decision win for Nichols Dalby, but... I don't think so. I, I disagree with that. I mean, not just being a fan of Daniel Rodriguez, but I just felt that... It was more even if he won, it was it was not unanimous. I felt this should have been a little more, uh, you know, back and forth. Maybe a split decision. Maybe even, in my opinion, Daniel Rodriguez won, but maybe that's just a fan of me. I don't know. Um, and then one of the more notable fights, Brandon Moreno versus uh, Brandon Royval. I didn't realize it was Brandon versus Brandon. But uh, Moreno won and apparently set up uh, something... In the future here, but uh, uh, let's see uh, <laughs> your reaction to that knockout there. Jesus Christ. I don't even understand it, though. Like, this looks like some Warner Brothers stuff, dude. <laughs> what? He caught the kick, and then he, in midair, just switched it on him. That's what I'm saying, dude. And it's not just the impact, but, like, how the reaction. Like, he, he was stiff. And he, like, they did the, you know, the interview and everything after, and the guy was still out. He was out for, was a, out for a long time after that. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not a, a, a kick you would ever expect <laughs> in, a, in a million years. I mean, you can look at the dude's face and see. He, yeah. You know, he didn't he didn't see it coming, and that's that's what hits you the yeah, that, worst. That's what hurts you the worst. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah, that guy he came back and he knocked out in, in, in his next fight. He got, he got another knockout, which was and it was a significant. It was a second round knockout. I, I felt he he's proving that he's not. Uh, He's not a one-trick pony or a... What's the term I'm looking for? One-trick pony works, I think. Yeah, yeah one-trick pony. There you go. Yeah. So, I'm um, getting on to the main card now. For whatever reason, uh, Shogun still fights. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Shogun still fights and Shogun How still... How old is he? Is he in his 40s? He's got to be in his 40s. He's definitely up there as far as age. That's amazing. Still fights and he's... Lost though, obviously because you he's know, gonna lose. I mean, he still loses. Um, Dana White saying he, you know, he hopes it's his last fight because yeah, there's no point, man. It's he's well past his prime. He's and and the the way he lost too, it was like he, he tapped from strikes. Oh no! Guy was just pounding him, and he was like, "Nah, enough of this." <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's damn. That, that dude used to be a legend. That guy used legend. to be a legend. That guy used to be a champ. We used to go to UFC. We were watching UFC to, to see him fight. Yep. Yeah, you know, Father Time waits for no man, so. Man. Unfortunately, yeah, he lost against Paul Craig. And Paul Craig, honestly, wasn't even that impressive. He wasn't. Paul Craig did not look impressive in the least bit. What? Because in the first round, Shogun was giving him some pit work. I was like, really? Like, Craig, you're like 20 years younger than this guy. Like, what are you doing? But eventually he got the better of him, but it was like, wasn't that impressive. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what's next for Paul Craig, but uh, honestly, he needs to get back to the drawing board. Because if, if Shogun's giving you that work like that, then. Mm. I don't know. And then. Um, Kaden again fought again against. Um, Cynthia Calvillo. Which. It was an okay fight. I mean, Chukagian, she she's trying to stay in the win column after, you know, losing to the champ. And she did that. And she did that, so hats off to her, but it, I mean. It wasn't that. It wasn't that great of a fight. Yeah, it was. It was like your typical kind of point fighting women's fight where it's just like back and forth strikes, takedown here and there, you know, it's nothing nothing to write about. Yeah. Um, Mike Perry versus Tim Means. Um, of course, Mike Perry being, you know, 
having all the, the issues he had outside of the cage. Um, you know, he, he since you're unaware of this, for his last fight, didn't have a corner. He has no, he, he, has, he doesn't have a training camp. He doesn't have, I mean, he trains, but he doesn't have. Like a team training. Like a team training. Trains by himself. His girlfriend was in his corner last night. That's the only person in his corner. She knows nothing about MMA <laughs> outside of watching it. It was amazing. But he won. He won his fight. He won last that time. fight. But this fight. This fight, he at least had her. But she's pregnant now. She's still there. And then he had another one of his one friends. One other friend, of course. And of course, you know, fighting Tim means Tim means is a vet. Tim means don't play. And he won. But Tim means put that work on him. But it, it didn't go to decision. But one thing you need to take into consideration: my Perry missed weight. Yeah. So not only does he not have a training camp, but now he's not being a professional and showing up on weight. Miss weight by five pounds almost. That's a lot. Which dude. is almost another weight That's close. That's not even close. Exactly. Like, did, which shows he didn't even try. And the worst part about it is before the fight, all the interviews and stuff, he was talking about, you know, you know, eating whatever he wants. He's been doing it his entire life. He doesn't, you know, diet and doesn't need a nutritionist. All this stuff. Says he's going to make weight. Still doesn't make it. Even when they announced that he missed weight on the scale, he dabbed. Showing that he doesn't even give a damn. He, he, he doesn't care. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't cut him because usually UFC is like... I was about to say, like, so is he still being paid by you? I mean, obviously... Well, he, he, lo- he lost 30% of his purse because every time he missed weight, you lose 30%. But it, I, it, it goes toward, towards your opponent. But, but still... I, I, I think it needs to be more. I think, I think it needs to lose 50% of their purse. Or something because some guys, you know, they have other things going on outside of the UFC. They can still make their money. They just want the win. You know, it could be a bad situation, but... 30% is, is significant, but maybe it needs to be more. And then you have... The champion. Valentina Sevchenko. Which, a uh, bit of a slow start for her. She, she didn't fight her game plan, at least initially. Or maybe she didn't fight the way she usually fights, let me say. Yeah, coming off of the injury. She had a knee injury. That she's, this is her first fight since then. Um, so she had a bit of a slow start. Bit of a grapple-heavy start, mm-hmm. which we're not used to seeing from her. But ultimately, you know... You know, actually, Maya was pretty tough. Maya was actually bigger than her. Mm-hmm. Maya was stronger than her, and it showed for the first two rounds. But eventually, Sevchenko got into her, 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 her way she does things, and completely different fight. Yep, she, she got into her range, got into her, dis- her rhythm, destroying her, and she just started beating the brakes off of her. Broken nose, everything, just beat her pretty bad. Ultimately, went the decision because Maya is pretty tough, but Sevchenko did her thing. Um, hats off to her, and that's I think this is her fifth win now. Fifth title defense, so yeah. she's up there. I think she that I think her next fight she's gonna match Ronda Rousey's yeah, she's record. Gonna, she's gonna tie her around. yeah. So good for her. She's showing that you know she's the elite of the division, and she's actually the elite of UFC because man, like like we said before, like I don't see anybody beating her. At least not right now. Her as a martial artist is equally as good as any man. Mm-hmm. Like she can beat most guys, I think. I wouldn't fight her. I mean, she's I mean, she fights at 125 pounds, which you'd think that's not anything, but I. Personally, I wouldn't fight her. Yeah, she's she's dangerous. And then, of course, um, Davidson Figueroa versus Alex Perez, and Davidson just made it look easy, huh? Made it look as easy as I mean, he is scary. He he reminds me of Aldo of old, because <laughs> Aldo right now leaves a lot to be desired. Aldo of now is old, so yeah, he's not as the reaction time's not there. He's, he doesn't have the killer instinct anymore. But Figueroa does have it though. He and he, he, he to me he kind of resembles that older. Yeah, that older Brazilian style where they're just they're good on the ground and they kick hard, you know. Yeah, and, and he, yeah, and he, you know, his nickname is God of War in Portuguese. So, and he comes in with the red stripe in his hair and everything. So, you know, he's, you know, for us as gamers, we can appreciate that 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 reference. 
But um, Alex Perez didn't make any mistakes, but still us. I mean, Alex Perez did everything right. It was the strangest thing. It's like Alex Perez did everything right, and got his head wrapped up in the first round, and still got submitted. Got submitted in the first round, and he he fought. He tried to fight, tried to get his head out of there, but ultimately got choked out. So um, so so news on that, of course, that being the main event. Um, Dana White saying he wants to turn him around very quickly. Um, bring him back um, next month mm-hmm. to go against... Moreno. Yeah, Brandon Moreno. Who fought on the same card mm-hmm. earlier, as we mentioned, beat Brandon Royval. Yeah, so the two of them are going to fight um, December 12th. We actually didn't speak much on that Brian, uh, the Brandon Royval fight, but apparently in that well in that fight, Royval's shoulder got separated. Yep. Shoulder popped out, and that's why he lost, because it popped out, and he was kind of holding it on the floor, and... Couldn't really um, do Moreno anything. just kept, kept pounding on him and he couldn't defend himself because he's holding his arm that slipped out of socket. And it actually showed them popped it back in socket mm-hmm. after the fight and that was pretty disgusting. But yeah, ultimately, Royval lost. I was pretty, I was pretty high on Royval. Um, I thought he had everything to do, you know, all the tools to win, but Moreno showed that he, he's, you know, he's number one for a reason. So so he's going to be fighting Figueroa next month mm-hmm. um, on the, the 12th. It's a great fight. But um, I don't know if you saw what happened for that card. But the main event for that card apparently fell out. Um, Jan apparently Peter pulled Jan, out. Peter Jan? Peter Jan pulled, pulled out of the fight. I so it's not going to be a double main event. I thought it was going to be a double main event. Mm-hmm. double title fight, but no. So that, that, that's now taken over. the um, hmm. Which is a bit of a bummer because oh. I'd love to see the, the Jan versus... Um, mm-hmm. uh, who was it? What's his name? Sterling. Yeah, I'd love to see that fight, but ultimately, I'm not gonna see it now. So, but that's 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 later on in the month, of course. Uh, we do have a heavyweight fight next weekend. This weekend coming up, mm-hmm. um, a couple of notable fights there: Curtis, Curtis Blades, Blades versus Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis, Anthony Smith, of course, Devin Clark. Those are some good fights. Good to see Anthony Smith turning it around pretty quick, though. Yeah, he's he's been a bit of a skid, but he I mean he has all the tools. Mm-hmm. Just mindset wise, I think he just has to. I mean, uh, he's he's not a weak fighter by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like he... After he got his teeth knocked out by... Um... Lover to share? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a rough fight. Guy got his teeth, like, he was literally collecting his teeth in the fight. Handing it to the ref. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and, uh, like, people were, were, you know, criticizing his corner for not throwing in the towel because it's not like he was showing any signs of winning this fight, but he just would not go away. I just keep getting the bricks beat off him. And Did his mouth guard fall he, out? He had a mouth guard. I, I, don't, is like, I don't know. He was getting hit, so he's getting pounded on so badly. He still lost his teeth during the fight. He has a new set of teeth, by the way. Because he would, does commentary stuff. I would hope so. <laughs> but yeah. So, that, that, I mean, that should be a good card. Um, Of course, we're going to be covering it. Yeah, I mean, the other other fights on the card, there's, there's not a whole lot to be excited about. Not a whole lot of value as far but, as I'm But, you know, we always watch. We watch them all. It doesn't matter. Rochelle Ostovich is fighting. Who? Ostovich? The dime piece. Um, she's not a great fighter, but her record is terrible. But she's, um, no. She's pretty easy on the eyes. I don't remember. I don't. And from that picture, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't agree. But I just want to see her when I watch the fight. When you see her, you remember. You see her fight. She's um, a bit on the thick side. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I want to see what happens with Curtis Blades, uh, Derek Lewis. Should be a good one. Derek Lewis is... Been a, on a bit of a tear. Actually, both guys. Both yeah. guys have been on a bit of a tear. So it's, it's kind of setting up who would be the next number one contender. Yeah. After they figure out what they're doing with Bones Jones, and after they figure out 
if you know if you're gonna fight easy and all that stuff yeah but and Stipe and all that yeah so the, the, the top of the heavyweight and light heavyweight division is a bit cluttered and mur- murky but hopefully by the early 2021 we'll have some more clarity we'll on some that more clarity on that but um but yeah oh I, I miss I made a correction um a couple of weeks back I did say the Conor fight was finished mm-hmm. and it wasn't and now it is but now it is yes. so Conor McGregor is coming back to fight Dustin Poirier it's gonna be a great fight and uh, if you're keeping up with anything on the Conor side of things he's putting on a lot of weight this is gonna be a light, lightweight fight but he's looking like he Pretty could muscular. be a welterweight yeah. um, if you check him out on uh, social it's- media he's looking huge and he shaved all his hair, so he looks kind of weird. <laughs> Doesn't look like Connor at all, but apparently he's putting in that work. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that fight. That's going to be early 2021. So we'll see. I'm, I'm just glad to see that the UFC and Poirier come to some kind of terms. Yeah, come to some, sign some kind of paperwork. Because that was, I was a little worried about that with his contract negotiations and all that mm-hmm. posturing he was trying to do. But glad to see that they come to terms and let's see where it goes from here. But um yeah, um that's pretty much it for for that. Um of course, you know, we have contender series coming up tomorrow. Uh we don't really cover it here, but we like No, no. Oh, no, it's not coming. Oh, yeah, it's finished. Contender series is finished. Contender series is all done. Yeah, that's right. Tuesdays are now free. Uh, yep, I'm going to miss those. But um Ultimate Fighter is coming back. That's what they say. Speaking of Ultimate Fighter. There's um there's been a lot of talk, you know, they're trying to see who the coaches are going to be and everything, but mm-hmm. I kind of did some Speculating on myself on my own, and I think I know who the coaches are going to be. What is your? No, no one's, no one's announced us yet. This is not something I heard somewhere else. But if what I'm saying is true, remember you heard it here first. Because if you look, I think it's going to be in the welterweight division. And if you look at the welterweight division right now, there's a lot, there's a lot of fights already booked, but there's two people that no one's talking about, and these are some of the bigger names in that division. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm talking about Jorge Masvidal and Kofi Covington, mm-hmm. two of which have a lot of beef. They used to be like former um, roommates, teammates, roommates, everything, and now they completely can't stand each other. And for them to have that kind of beef in the UFC, to not have a fight booked for them, is a little suspicious to me. Mm-hmm. And this is why I think, you know, with the Ultimate Fighter supposed to be coming back for whatever reason. I mean, I think the Ultimate Fighter is a, a bit played out now. It's, I, think, I think it's a little dated. It's very dated, but why would you watch Ultimate Fighter right now unless there's some big drama or a big fight at the end of it? And I think right now that's probably the biggest fight they can possibly make outside of Easy yeah. Jones. And I don't think it's gonna be Easy and Jones because you know Easy already has a fight book. So now we're joining for us. I think Jorge Masvidal versus Kobe Covington is gonna be the coaches for the Ultimate Fighter. Coaches for the Ultimate Fighter. And if that is the case, I will definitely watch Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, I would watch. Them. If not. I don't see no reason to watch on the fighter. Sure. It's funny because they're, they're both, they, they were both, I should say, or maybe still are, strong Trump supporters, both of them. And actually, that, that's, that's where some of my um, speculating came in because there was uh, some footage I saw from a Trump rally and Trump was talking to Masvidal and said, I, I know you have something big coming up and I'll be watching. Now, if you know, you know, Kofi Covington has always been, you know, a big Trump supporter. Trump, not hugger. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, wearing the MAGA hat, everything. Mm-hmm. To Trump to be saying that to Masvidal, I thought that one that was interesting, and two, he didn't say yeah, I had a fight coming up. Mm-hmm. He said I heard you have something big coming up, mm-hmm. and I will be watching. And of course, you know, 
Trump and Dana White are pretty good friends as well. So I'm sure probably Dana probably break the news to him. Maybe I don't know. Could be. So that's my speculation. Again, if it comes true, you can call me Nostradamus. Nostradamus. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it for fight talk this week. Of course, we're gonna be um covering next week's this weekend's fights. Um, if you're not a part of the Pick'em Game, um, breaking news, the Pick'em Game is now open to everyone. Mm-hmm. We have opened up the Pick'em Game to everyone. Um, you don't necessarily have to be a supporter anymore, but the supporters are, you know, are there to win the prizes, of course, based on their tier. But you, if you want to play for free, you're, it's open to do so now. So um, anyone can join the Pick'em Game. Of course, link is going to be on our website, uh, the VIVN website. That's virginsvideogamenetwork.com. You can also get the link on our Facebook as well. Um, I think. Yeah, 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 it is on the Facebook. Yeah, 100%. it is. Yeah, so, yeah, so you wanted to, if you want a chance to see what the Pick'em Game is all about, now is your opportunity to check it out. You can check it out for free, or you can sign up to become a supporter and win some great prizes. Uh, giving out prizes every week, so uh, get on that. And of course, it's it's fun to you know watch the fights alongside us. Get our, our live commentary during the fights and, you know, see how your score does compared to ours. So, um, you you actually uh, did pretty good this week. Um, Finally. Yeah. My picks have been usually are terrible, but... This week, you redeem yourself. This week, I redeem myself. All right, well, that pretty much, uh, I think, covers it for the podcast. Unless, uh, Wolfman, anything on your end you want to touch on or you else um, I hope everyone gets the consoles they want. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. You and you and me, my friend. I definitely, you know, I can't wait any longer. It's like, especially after seeing what I saw today. Yeah, I mean, um, like, um, the hype is real. Like, like, like Dwight was saying earlier, you know, just let me know when the stores are going up. I will give it a try. Appreciate that, one hundred. All right, guys. Well, that's it for us. Um, you guys, be good to each other. Stay safe out there. You know, it's still COVID times. Isaac, boys. And Wolfman, out. <laughs>